Hello, this is Rafal Davidovich. Welcome to this week's Parsha Shir. This week is Parsha's Teruma, which outlines many of the details of the Mishkan, which is the miniature portable prototype of the Beis HaMikdash that would later be built in Yerushalayim. And we have many, but not all of the details of the construction and all of the parts and furnishings that this Mishkan was supposed to have. I noticed something while reviewing the Parsha this year and last year, and I'd like to share it with you. I haven't seen a discussion of what I'm about to say, so this is somewhat novel for me, meaning I'm not quoting you a Rashi or a Ramban or or a Chaim or a Tanya. I've thought about this for a while, and you can let me know what you think if if you've seen anything similar to what I'm suggesting. If you see any merit to it, I do think there's merit to it. I'm just saying I haven't seen anything in our established uh, commentaries of the last couple of thousand years that speak about this. So let me know what you think, but I am convinced that I am onto something over here. The Parsha begins with Hashem telling Moshe to tell the Jews to take a collection. What are they supposed to collect? So if you take a look at the parsha, it lists either you can count 13 or 15 things, different items that are meant to be collected and then put together in various ways to make the Mishkan. However, besides for just the fact that there are these 13 or 15 things, it starts off by saying that they're to collect metals, precious metals. Zahav v'chesav unachoshes. Gold and silver and copper. What I think is going on over here with gold, silver, and copper is that this begins a process where we find many threes throughout the Parsha and throughout the Parshios to come, where there are three of something, and the three are greatest, great, and ordinary. So that, for example, Zahav is gold. That is the highest, that is the most precious of the three. And gold is put where things are the highest level of sanctity. Then you have silver, which is precious, but less precious than gold. And this is also throughout different passages, very important passages of the Mishkan, having to do with the foundation sockets of the Mishkan. And of course, later we will learn about the half a shekel that, of silver that every Jew should uh, donate. And then you have copper. Copper, is copper bad? God forbid. Copper is important. However, the importance of the copper is as the least special of the precious metals. And you find a lot of copper on the outside courtyard of the temple. So here's what I observed. Take a look at these sets of three. We have, of course, the well-known Kohen Levi Yisrael, where the Kohen is obviously this most special role in the Mishkan. Levim, which will be discussed more extensively in Sefer Bamidbar, are also important, but clearly less important as far as the Kedusha goes than Kohanim. And then you have the masses of Yisrael, who are obviously important, but not in terms of their function in the Mishkan. Then you have, with the Mishkan itself, in this week's Parsha, you have the Kodesh Kadoshim, the Holy of Holies. You have the Kodesh, the Sanctum, which is 
also very special. Only Kohanim could go in there. And then you have the Chatzar, which is the uh, outer courtyard, which was special. Obviously, it's part of the Mishkan's structure, an indispensable part of the definition of the Mishkan, but clearly the third from the top. Levium were also divided in this way. You had Levi, who had three sons, Kehas, Gershon, and Merari. Kehas got the holiest jobs. Moshe and Aaron came from Kahas, and during their time in the desert, it was the sons of Kahas who got to hold carry the Aron and the other implements of the Mishkan. Gershon carried the fabrics of the Mishkan, which were special, but not as uh, special as, let's say, the Aron and the Shulchan and the Mizbeach and the altars and so on. And then you had Merari. They carried the beams. The beams are important, obviously. However, Merari is the third. And then you have the kinds of fabrics that existed in the Mishkan. You have Masse Choshev, Masse Rokeim, and just ordinary Sheish Mashzar. Masse Choshev is when you had linen and these very decorative, beautifully colored wools that were uh, made into a fabric, which Rashi says was a different image on each side. It was the highest level of embroidery. Then you had Masse Rokeim, where things were just embroidered in a way that it looked the same on one side as it did on the other, meaning a less uh, special form of making fabric. And then you have just ordinary twisted linen. So these are some of the examples. I'm sure there are others, but these are the ones that I found just here in the Parsha. What I'd like to suggest as a point of avoda thinking how we can function in our own lives. Obviously, all three of these are necessary, meaning nobody should think that he should live a life where there's no copper. There is some element of copper in your life. It's not all gold all the time. Gold, silver, copper. And you could make, just as an example, where you could call gold those holiest, most precious moments of your connection to Hashem. So whether that's your davening, or your learning Torah, for example. Silver are those elements that are clearly special, but, al- but already one step removed. So, for example, when you're, you're eating a meal, and you make brachos before you eat, and you make brachos after you eat, you bench, for example, that is clearly still very special, but already more connected to the world. And then we have all of the things that we do in our lives that are the ordinary things. The cooking of the dinner, the taking out of the trash, the making of the beds. Those things are extremely special and extremely important and they're part of our Avodah Hashem. However, they clearly do not have that same intensity level of being in the middle of Shemona Esrei, for example. I think we need to think of our lives as being in this way, tlisoy is the way in Aramaic, meaning of these these three parts, and decide how we want to incorporate all three parts in our lives, and to understand how all three parts are necessary components of the Mishkan, of having Hashem dwell in our homes and in our lives. I want to wish, I want to wish all of you a good Shabbos. Take care.